Hello, and welcome to Spellcaster, the spiritual glam podcast. We're your hosts, Deirdre and Renee. And we're your gypsy fairy godmothers. We're here to give you the straight shit on how to live your most authentic life. Drop some wisdom to help you navigate all of life's magical mysteries. So listen up as we reveal how to cast your spell, harness the energy, and design your life. Hi, Renee. Hi, beauty. How are you? I'm Fucking amazing. How are you? I'm good. What a week. Oh my God, I know. You have been, okay, so I, out of habit, get up pretty early, usually. Yeah. And you are either gone already or hauling ass out the driveway, like fucking Dukes Dukes of Hazzard style. Daisy Duke in my pajamas and my cup of coffee that I'm spilling everywhere. (laughs) Everywhere. I mean, I'm like, bitch, who are you? Not the same bitch that I was the week before. You've been body snatched. I know. It's great. But I, you know what? It's good. It's good to but feel busy it? and to have that as long as there's a light at the end no, of the tunnel. I always feel busy. It's just I don't like feeling busy at 730 in the morning. Nobody likes to feel busy at 730 no. in the morning. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. I am not a morning person. Really? Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I'm not really either. Yeah, I don't mind getting up. It's not my favorite. It's been a weird week for me, too. A lot, lot, lot going on. I feel like the universe is showing me a lot this week. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not sleeping, not because I feel any anxiety, but because I'm processing. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I've been very tired in the mornings. Yes. But, me too. Um, and know. I'm not sleeping either. And let me tell you, the past week, we have been having the craziest storms. I know. Wind storms, rain storms, I lightning, know. thunder. That was a cool lightning storm the other night, wasn't it? Yeah, but it was to the point where I really needed a sleep mask because it yeah. kept going into my eyes and you can't sleep like that and Hunter's freaking out. And so Hunter gets scared during yeah, the storms. He's I, like barking. Yeah, the, our, my dogs don't even react yeah. to it. Like, I've oh, never okay. had a dog that had that thunderstorm reaction, like where yeah. you have to get the thunder vest. Yeah. My, my husky care. was like that. One of my huskies was like that. He would get scared, right? Oh, he would crawl under like furniture that he couldn't fit in. <laughs> um, Even if he got his nose under there, he felt like it was He enough. felt like he was safe. I'm hiding. You can't see me. My <laughs> eyes are closed. I should give you a sleep mask because I have them in bulk because Bob and I both sleep with our sleep mask on. Oh. We both sleep like Batman yeah, every night. You got to give me one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because it was torture. And I think just the atmosphere, all the electricity, mm-hmm. the energy. I mean, we are energy and then mm-hmm. there's double energy in the atmosphere. And I do think, didn't we have a weird moon? We had something with we a moon. We had a weird moon. Mm -hmm. And I just think it's like everybody's sort of going through something, whether it's an acceptance or a change. That's Mm -hmm. just what last week felt like. Well, I think the month of April is supposed to be like that. Mm -hmm. I haven't done all of the research yet, but what I'm seeing is that April is going to be an exceptional month. A lot of change, a lot of newness. I love so, change and newness. So. Yeah. So it's it's good, yeah. but it's it can be also emotionally and physically taxing. Well, yeah. Perception. Yeah. You know, if your perception is, is that it's taxing, it will be taxing. Well, exactly. And and so. Try to stay in the flow of it. Yeah. I know that I'm awake. And actually last night, Bob was like, you know, are you okay? Can you sleep? And I was like, I'm actually, I'm okay. I just can't sleep, but I'm not upset about anything. Right. I'm just kind of processing and I'm thinking and I'm just letting it wash over me. So I'm yeah. like, you go back to sleep. Just know that I'm okay. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Well, you can only self-soothe yourself. You right. Know, he's nothing he can do. Anyways. There's nothing he could do. He can't fix anything. Girl, just eat an edible. What are you doing? Well, actually, that's what I should be doing. It gives me such acid reflux though. So chug like- Like Mylanta? Or like- <laughs> 
Or like t- take like five Tums with it. I'm going to have to. I actually have this really great organic acid reflux pill that I keep on my bedside table. Yeah. So if I do take an edible, you take I have it there. Because as soon as that happens, oh, I should take edibles does, for the ride to Wisconsin. Does the edibles um, give you acid reflux right away or does it come later? It comes later. Oh, and, and acid I- reflux is painful. And when you're on an edible, when you have pain in your body, it can cause paranoia. So I don't get paranoid, but it wakes me up because of the acid mm. reflux. Okay. But I get acid reflux even when I smoke pot. Oh, you do? Yeah. I don't know why. So it must be something in the THC. I also have acid reflux. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe that's why. So that could be part of it. I have acid reflux specifically when I sleep. That's part of that choking Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. That choking, um, the choking dreams and the swallowing dreams. Well, when we do our mushroom journey on the 22nd, Mm. why don't we go in and see what's going on with you? Mm -hmm. That's a great idea. Because there's something that your body's producing, not enough acid or too mm-hmm. much acid. Yeah. You know, that's actually smart. I'm glad I thought yeah, of it. Let's go into that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what are we talking about today? Okay. So you always send me stuff on TikTok, mm-hmm. but I never go on TikTok. Oh my God. I only go. Okay. So the only time I go on TikTok is to watch our TikToks because okay. my favorite because I think we're so funny <laughs> and um, and the way Shannon puts them together and you put them together just kills me. Yeah. So I was going through a bunch of the things that you sent me and one of them was crab mentality and it was like a fucking my head exploded when yeah. I saw it and I actually knew this. It was a video on crab mentality and crab mentality mm-hmm. is like the concept of crabs in a bucket mm-hmm. which I actually know about because I have a beach house. And Mm -hmm. one of my favorite things to do when somebody comes to visit me and they have kids, I'll bring them down to the beach because all these little crabs like hide under the rocks. So I'll fill up a bucket with water and we'll lift up the rock and help make Bob pick them up because I'm fucking deathly afraid, like to the point of nausea. I cannot pick up a crab. I don't know why. They're so little. They're not going to bite me or hurt me, but it just makes me want to vomit. And the little kids love this. So you sent me this video about crab mentality and it's this. If you fill up a bucket of water and put one crab in it, Mm -hmm. that one crab will climb, crawl, find its way out of the bucket. Right. But if you fill up a bucket of water and put a bunch of crabs in it, Mm -hmm. as soon as one crab starts to climb out, the rest will pull him back down. Right. And if he continues to try, eventually they'll start breaking him apart. They'll break Mm -hmm. off his claws and they'll Mm -hmm. they'll injure him Mm -hmm. so that he can't. Mm -hmm. And that was like, oh my God. God, that well, made sense. Yeah, well, it's the same lesson and story I tell, you know, my kids and anybody that's kind of going through something is a story that was told to me. You have a cesspool, <laughs> which I've told you this story before. As we do. Okay, so everybody has a cesspool, mm-hmm. right? And if you picture that's like ground level, yeah. like like lowest level, right? And all the people who no longer serve you and who just aren't great for you in your life and, and all of those people are in that cesspool, yeah. like the crabs, yeah. you know? As soon as you climb up and you like say you, okay, I'll use interior design, mm-hmm. for example, and you get a job mm-hmm. and you get a job with say like a celebrity mm-hmm. and it's like a architectural digest, mm-hmm. like really like beautiful. Wow. Right. And instead of wanting to jump up to the next thing and get the next job and the next job, all you want to do is take the accolades and bring it back down to the cesspool to show all the people in the cesspool, like, look what I have, look what I have. And instead of who cares about the cesspool, that doesn't matter. Leave that, leave the cesspool, get to the next job, the next job, the next job. And that's how you become the greatest successful 
person in your life, your great success story. Mm-hmm. I really do believe that's what creates a one hit wonder yeah. is when you get the one thing and then you got to bring it back down to the cesspool. And that's what the crabs are doing. They're trying to grab the one crab trying to get out yeah. and pull them back down because it's like, no, stay with us. Show us. Show us what you're doing. Exactly. Exactly. And why do you deserve it? Why can't right. we have it? That's very truthful. People push back against others mm-hmm. who try to change the mm-hmm. status quo. Yes. So if you're trying to elevate yourself in some mm-hmm. manner, people are going to judge you and they're going to try and hold you back. And it all comes from the insecurity within themselves. But I think more than that, because you're always going to have people and their shit and their insecurities. I think more than that, we want to show those people who the fuck we are and how we've made it and how amazing we are. And in the process of that, we get pulled back. Well, that's our own insecurity. Mm-hmm. And that's that's inauthenticity. And that's more detrimental yeah. than I think the other person trying to pull you back. A million percent. Is you willingly taking yourself back to show off. So rather than do that, I think the better way to handle that is just to continue moving forward in the confidence that you are achieving And that it doesn't matter who does or who does not know it. Now, you and I have talked about interior Mm -hmm. design Mm -hmm. and we've both worked for celebrity clients, but people don't know who they are because we have not felt the need to advertise it. Mm -hmm. Well, I just don't post like who I hang out with or what I do. But that's what I mean. It's It's nobody's business. Well, first of all, it's twofold. It's respect Mm -hmm. because it feels very opportunistic Mm -hmm. to use somebody else's celebrity to bolster ourselves. Mm -hmm. And everybody has a right to their privacy. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, exactly what you've always said. You know, when you see a person taking a picture with a celebrity, they are just trying to stand next to somebody instead of being somebody. Yes, exactly. And you and I don't need to stand next to anybody. We are that somebody. Exactly. Exactly right. And when people try and drag you down because mm-hmm. you're growing or changing, mm-hmm. it is, um, it makes them question themselves. It makes them question their decisions and where they're going in their life. It shines the light on them. And that is uncomfortable. Absolutely. If they feel that they are not measuring up, it makes them uncomfortable. And the reaction for some people is going to come at you Mm -hmm. from a perspective of judgment. Mm -hmm. And who do you think you are? And what do we say? Right. Who am I not? Exactly. So <laughs> I am everything. <laughs> exactly. It's that saying of um, stop trying to beat me off of my high horse and go get your own fucking high horse. Get on your own fucking horse. Yeah. Yeah. They believe that they're not measuring up and they become mm-hmm. threatened. And that's weakness. That's low vibe. Oh, my God. The lowest of low. That's the cesspool. And once you realize that you don't need acceptance from the cesspool or the old people in your life or the people who have maybe told you you couldn't do it or you weren't enough or what whatever it is, yeah. when you realize you don't need the validation from them or really anyone, that's when you free yourself to keep climbing. So that's a lot of inner work. That's a lot of looking inward. Why do I need that validation? Why do I need to advertise what I'm doing to get that validation? One of the things about Bob that I've always loved is he does not promote his construction company. Right. He has always referred to himself as the quiet company. Right. He said, you know, people know who I am, but I don't 
promote it. I'm just positive word of mouth. Right. And he's never out of work. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> and, it's crazy. Yeah. And he, he doesn't need to be that like, oh, celebrity builder. You know, he just is. And I think when you just are, you don't need to pretend to be. Exactly. Right. Because it's authentic. It's right. You are authentically who you are. You are living your truth. You understand, you know, you are surrounding yourself with that authenticity. And when people try and tear you down, you immediately want to go back and say, hey, but look at me. Look at what yeah. I've done. I've done it. I've done it too. Well, right. that's why I'm saying is that it's more important how you react versus what they're trying to do to you. Right. And if you are feeling the need to post things or promote yourself in a way because you're insecure about it, I mean, it's one thing to promote your work mm -hmm. and to show what you're proud of. Mm -hmm. That's not what we're talking about. Everybody we all should toot their own horn. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's amazing. Yeah. But when you're doing it to try to show that you're okay when you don't truly authentically feel okay. Right. That's when it looks kind of desperate and pathetic. Or when you are posting things that is reactive. So mm -hmm. it, it's um, you're posting things and you're saying things about people and negativity or whatever. And that is who you are. But right. you're putting it on everybody else. That's inauthentic. It's mm -hmm. it's or when you're putting all your problems out onto social media like, oh, and I've got this illness and I've got this situation and I've got this going on and it becomes very me, me, me. Look at me. Pay attention to me. Right. Rather than that, mm -hmm. you need to go inward. You need to circle the wagons, mm -hmm. find your people and and figure out how, how well, do most, I work through this? Most people don't want to really work through it. I think most people just want an army or people to agree with them or to say that they're okay and validate them enough in the moment that they can make it through to the next moment. But that's so, yeah, they are like that. And that's so ineffective because it's a band-aid. Well, nobody can validate or heal you. Nobody. Nope. It has to come from within you. Yeah. And it's like, how do we do that when we don't even know we're doing it? We right. don't even know that we're going back to the cesspool to get attention and to get validation. I think what you have to do is you have to become self-aware. If the same things keep happening, I think it's Coco Chanel has the quote, stop knocking on a wall, expecting it to become a door, something like that. Well, I love that. Right. Wow. So if you okay. keep doing the same things mm -hmm. and getting the same result and it's mm -hmm. not the result you want, mm -hmm you might be knocking on the wrong door. Right. You might need to find a different door. So you've got to look at it objectively. Or how about um, stop knocking on doors and start walking through them? Open the door. Because w knocking on a door is waiting mm -hmm. and it's waiting for somebody to validate and open it and say, oh yeah, I think you fit here. Yes. How about you just walk through that motherfucker and be like, hi, I'm here. Let me observe and let me see if I fit in here or not. And that is where becoming the observer in your life Yeah can heal you. And, you know, when one door closes, mm -hmm. another door opens. Mm -hmm. That's the nature of doors. That's how doors work. So if, if you feel that a door is closed to you, open another door and walk through that totally. one. Totally. But that is fear mm -hmm. and that triggers wounds mm -hmm. because that's rejection. Yeah. And then that's, what does that go back to? Shadow work. Yeah. If you don't do the shadow work, you know, we can't heal only in the light. We can't heal only in the positives and the good and the praises. We have to heal also in the dark. Well, let's say you have a problem with your car mm -hmm. and your mechanic doesn't even open the hood. Right. Well, you can't fix how's it unless gonna, you open the hood. How's he going to tell you what's wrong with it? If you got to get in there. The you got to you got to put the spotlight on it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You've got to figure out what it is, and that's the essence of shadow work, and that's the essence of growth. Yes. 
And the more healed you become, the more you can have these conversations and the more you will start emotionally and mentally challenging yourself and meeting your needs and start meeting people that also meet your needs. Right. And, yeah. and then you won't have a bucket full of cesspool crabs trying to pull you back and rip your claws off. Yeah. As it pertains to the crab mentality, you can break it down into three types of personal relationships. Mm-hmm. So the first one would be increased association. These are people that you want to surround yourself. They're supportive. Mm -hmm. They share your goals. Mm -hmm. They want to see you achieve. They want to see you shine. They're not threatened by you. Right. Now, these people are few and far between. Yeah, you're lucky if you get one of those people Mm -hmm. during a season in your life. Really, you're really lucky if you get one. And if you get one, you better be aware and notice it and And love it it and treasure it. Yes. Yeah. So the ideal would be to find a relationship, to find a friendship where they're building you up Mm -hmm. because by building somebody else up, you are not tearing yourself down. Right. You know, and I think people feel a sense of competitiveness and that's not the way it has to be. No. The second type of personal relationship is decreased association. Now, this is a very interesting this one. This is where I feel I am, but I don't know. Well, but I don't know what it means because these are your notes, I but know. I feel like I've decreased my association from human, right? <laughs> from, <humans>. from humanity, <laughs> from, humanity. <laughs> from humankind. Yeah. Well, these are specifically people that you cannot completely get rid of because maybe they're family members <laughs> okay, no. or, or relatives. Of <laughs> uh, well, me too. But well, but for most people, yeah. you know, you have to. Okay. So these are people that they're, maybe they're family members or relatives or mm-hmm. somebody who you've been around for a very long time and you feel that you can't completely cut them out. But what you can do mm-hmm. is limit your exposure to them because mm-hmm. they are unsupportive. They're judgmental. They're not on the same path as you. So mm-hmm. they don't understand where you're coming from. It's possible in their mind they think they're giving you good advice. Well, of course they do, but it's the advice from a limited person that doesn't think they can do it, so then they have no way you can do it. Exactly. So it's shit advice. It's it's advice from the cesspool. We're back to the cesspool but again. think about how hard that is for so many people. Now, you and I have been very honest about weeding out people from our mm-hmm. lives that no longer serve us. Mm-hmm. And we've both had to make some really fucking hard decisions mm-hmm. and decisions that have not always reflected back on us in a positive light. No. We know it's the right thing to do, right. but from an outsider's it's perspective, hurt, it's hurt those people. It, well, it's hurt them. And mm-hmm. an outsider's perspective would perceive us or me as being cold or being isolating. And that's Definitely. not it. It's I, I've, I've gotten that and it's not it. And The hypnosis and the mushroom journeys have really helped me get to a place where I'm very singular. I came into this world alone. Mm -hmm. This is my journey. Yes, whoever I let in is bonus, but I'm navigating this life really on my own. And, And that's what everybody should be doing. Yeah. And so, well, it's your personal journey. Yeah. And so I don't feel I have to let a mother, a father, an uncle, an aunt, a sister, a brother, whatever into my life just because they play that role in the birth of my life. And it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like there's no such thing as family. mm. Everybody's your family. All souls are connected. There's no such thing as, as your mother being more special because she's your mother and she gave birth to you. 
Because really our souls, yeah, okay, so on a human experience, I get that people are designed to feel that way through traditions and through energy and, you know, the norm and whatever. But but in reality, you are your own. Yeah. And this is your journey. Mm-hmm. And if your mother is abusive to you, then she shouldn't be in your life and have access to you. Right. Just because she's your mother. Right. And so I've really come to the place, as I think you've come to mm-hmm. the place, where we don't accept that anymore. Right. And that's a power. That's a superpower. So if you're in my life, it's because I've chosen you to be in my life and I want you in my life. And you've earned a spot at and the table. And you've earned a spot. And I feel that I can really learn and grow from you as you can learn and grow from me. And it works for us. It doesn't always have to be a positive, beautiful relationship filled with rainbows mm-hmm. and butterflies. But it's it's a relationship that's ultimately going to get us both out of a cesspool and heal. Right. You know, sometimes people, whether this is a, a family member or mm-hmm. a long lasting you know, friend, quote unquote, they are approaching you from their own limitations. Yeah. So if you are like, hey, I'm going to start this new business or I'm going to lose weight or I'm right. going to do whatever they are, they're going to try and hold you back. But it has nothing to do with you. It no, has everything right. to do it's, with them. And and once we realize that the cesspool is just full of people with their own limitations and it was never about you, yeah. why do you need validation from someone who is limited right. in the way that you're trying to get a validation? Right. You know, it's like it's like me going up to a, a very overweight, obese woman and me saying, praise me because I'm, I'm thin. Right. Why would I want validation from somebody who's eaten their way to say 400 pounds? Right. Who clearly has their own struggle. And who, right. Like it's, it's really like it's, it doesn't equal out. Right. Right. So, and that's what it's like. That's what people try to do. Well, it's unkind. It's, and really they're holding the mirror up. Yeah. They're seeing their inadequacies. Mm-hmm. They're not measuring up whether to you or their perceived notion of you. And so they're going to judge you and they're going to make you question, Mm -hmm. oh, well, shit, what am I thinking? Why do I think I can do this? Well, if I'm 500 pounds and you're 110, then like, how am I going to tell you you can't be, you know, a fitness model? Right. You know what I mean? Right. So I know I used an extreme um, and I used a visual extreme. Sometimes it's just the person doesn't believe in themselves. Right. And so then you come to them with an idea or a dream and they're they're going to shoot it down because why would you be able to do it? And they want you to stay in the bucket with the rest of the crabs. Mm-hmm. Stay in the bucket. Mm-hmm. Who do you think you are? Why do you think you can climb out of the bucket? You're not special. Stay in the fucking yeah. bucket. And I think that most people have that underlying manipulation mm-hmm. that they do to other people. You see it every day. And I, yeah. And I think they don't, I think people do it and don't even mean to do it. I agree. I think that there's a couple of different things. People do it and they don't, mean it or they don't realize they're doing it. Some people do it. They know they're doing it and they're doing it in a passive aggressive manner. Yeah, of course. There's always intentional, you know, assholes. So then that brings me to my third type of personal relationship and that's disassociation. Okay. I think I'm maybe in three. You might be in three. (laughs) Maybe I'm not. Three is your wheelhouse. I think I've already gotten past two. (laughs) Yeah. I'm definitely done with one and two. Well, here's the thing. One, I'm all about. So while I consider your ability to be in my, to be one of my friends and to be, you know, in my crew, that's not an automatic thing that you, you get, Mm -mm. you know, you have to kind of earn your way in. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean I'm not open to it. I'm very open, but I need to make sure that the people that I surround myself are the people that are like-minded and we're all following the same path. Maybe the paths are different, but we're all 
doing it from a sense of positivity and enlightenment and supportive, good natured mm-hmm. camaraderie. And I have not always been that person. Back in the day, I used to refer to myself as I was a puppy. Mm-hmm. All you needed to do was pet me on the head. I'd wag my tail. And I thought that that was real love. And it wasn't. And so now I realize that people will tell you what you want to hear, but they don't mean it. They will treat you the way that they think they can get away with and you don't deserve it. And so now I'm like, okay, I'm careful with who I let into my inner sanctum. And they'll tell you what you want to hear because it suits something that they're trying to gain from you. And as soon as they get you to trust them, that's when they start tearing you down. And I've spent a lifetime dealing with that. Yeah. Well, that's, you broke that. That's not your pattern. Anymore. Well, it's not. And, and you've, you've seen me when I was in the throes of it and it was painful to watch, I'm sure. Yeah. And I knew it. I yeah. would say, I know what I'm doing and I don't know how to stop. And you were so opposite mm-hmm. that you were like, yeah, I won't let anyone in. Mm-hmm. So it was okay. So I think it's very effective that you and I found each other because we were extreme opposites. We were extreme <laughs> opposites that now we've met in the middle. So yeah. disassociation are negative people non-supportive people, haters. Mm. Haters Um, gonna hate. Haters gonna hate. They're jealous. They're negative. They're non-constructive. They're the people that, you know, are gonna make those backhanded compliments. Mm -hmm. They're gonna make those passive-aggressive statements. Mm -hmm. You might be great at something. Mm -hmm. Well, now they've got to promote how great they are at the same thing. Well, why the fuck do you have to be great at my thing? Be right. great at your own fucking thing. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We don't all have to they be great at the let, same thing. They can't let you have it. Right. I just can't stand people like that. I know. I just like, I have no time. Like this, this doesn't even, this isn't even a part of my life. I'm so sorry, listeners, if you've got people in your life like this. But it's important to to shine a light on this because I did have mm-hmm. people in my life like this. Like this video that too. you sent me. I was like, motherfucker, that's yeah. a thing. Yeah. And and I know, I know people in my life right now that are not as evolved or as healed as, as you and I are that are going through it right now. And I want them to hear what I'm saying. Yeah. You don't have to be in this. You need to hold the mirror up to those people mm-hmm. and let them see exactly who they are. And if they cannot make a change, mm-hmm. your only option is to walk away. And by the way, walking away is not weakness. It's not cowardly. It's strength. Yes. It's quiet yes. strength. You know, the absence of my presence, if it doesn't make you realize, then you really never deserved me. Exactly. Exactly. And we, we all need to get to that place that we just have to accept that, that maybe that person just doesn't deserve you. In my life, when these things would happen, somebody would kind of tear me down Mm -hmm. and I would either not acknowledge it Mm -hmm. or I'd become defensive Mm -hmm. and I would attack. And that's non-constructive. That for me was not the right way to approach it, but I would, I would go on the attack. Me too. And now, and you and I've talked about this a lot. Mm -hmm. Now I just delete. Yeah. You know, I went through a whole phase two in my life where I just really wanted to prove that I was lovable and worthy and this is why you should love me. And mm-hmm. and and the more that they hated and shitted on me, the more that I wanted to prove. Yeah. And once I stopped needing to show my worth mm-hmm. in any way, that's when I was really set free. Yeah. And it's hard to do that. It's hard to get out of the cesspool of wanting to show the people that have hurt me the most that I'm valuable and I'm lovable. And let's not be fooled here. As as healed and enlightened and as much work as you and I have both done, mm-hmm. we're not perfect. So no. 
just this week, I had a situation with a client mm-hmm. that I had taken this client on. I had a feeling it was a mistake from the mm-hmm. beginning. And I finally hit my breaking point with them. And I did something that I've never done before. And I said, you know what? I can't work with you. Right. You stuck up for yourself. And it wasn't personal, mm-hmm. but it was business. And, mm-hmm. and it was just going nowhere and it was going to end badly. And I needed to mitigate that. So that became a very stressful situation. It became very emotional on their part. And I kept trying to say it's business mm-hmm. from my end. Mm-hmm. But for me, I knew the right thing to do mm-hmm. was to delete. And there's nothing wrong with if you have removed somebody from your life, blocking them, mm-hmm. block their number, mm-hmm. block their email, block their access to you on social media, because you know what? Just having them on the outside looking in is mm-hmm. still negatively affecting your energy. Well, when you're not healed from it. Yeah. So you, you know, know what? what? It's I, okay. I, blo- I block. <laughs> you block, funny. you unblock, you I block. I block until I'm resolved with it and I just don't care anymore. Right. And then I unblock because for me, blocking still holds energy. See, I have a different approach and neither and one everybody's is- everybody's different, right? And neither one is different. right or wrong. My feeling on blocking is that I've blocked you and I forget, I've yeah, forgotten about you're you. You're rid of them. Well, so my version of blocking is I'm blocking you because I'm hurt and I'm blocking you because I can't see you and I can't hold on to that yeah. energy because it's too painful. So when I unblock someone, it's because I really just don't give a shit anymore. I'm, right. I'm like so resolved from it that like- you don't even exist. I don't care. That I, also goes back to my other thing that we've talked about, which is letting people have the last word. Yeah. So many people have to get the last word in. And that's just, that's an exercise in futility because that will go on forever. I'm Everybody a la- wants I'm to a win. last word. You're not as much of a last not worder anymore. as you used to be. No, no. So I- Well, I care a lot less than I used to. Right. I developed this superpower several years ago where, you know, you'd go back and forth with people. And finally one day I was like, let them have the last word mm-hmm. and then radio silence. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's where what you I get do. your peace. When it's radio silence, you get your peace. And what I found is the less I say, the more they say. And the more they say, the more they are, I'm giving them rope to hang themselves. Mm-hmm. So it has become very powerful mm-hmm. for me to be able to use this as a tool in my life and just say, okay, you know what? I'm yeah. done with the conversation. And when I and when I say I'm done, that's if, if I don't respond, the conversation's over. Mm-hmm. And that's become very powerful. So disassociation, you have to get rid of these people that are negatively impacting your life. And you need to surround yourself with the increased association people, which are the supportive people that want to help you on your mm-hmm. path, that that understand where you're going, that support you and want to see what's best for you. And I feel like you and I are in a good place where we, you know, we'll see somebody that maybe we know or don't know and they want to try something new. And mm-hmm. we're like, you know what? You should try it. Mm-hmm. And listen, we tried it. Yeah, and I'm always supportive of people coming up with new ideas. How many I- people have told us that they wanted to start a podcast? And I'm like, and they're like, I don't know how. And I'm like, this is what you need to buy. Totally. And if you need me to, I'll come over and I'll show you how to yeah. set it up and I'll show you how yeah. to set your levels and everything. We and don't have hater mentalities. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because if I if I build you up, mm-hmm. it doesn't tear me down. Well, and the most important thing I think in all of this is besides getting people in your life that are, you know, really positive and want to build you up and all that great stuff, because that's great too. Mm-hmm. You have to give it to yourself first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has to start with you. And that's being authentic. 
Yeah. There's two ways to have. Because you can't just go looking for somebody to, oh, fill me, fill me, give it to me. Yeah. Like, because then it's just like, oh my God, you're just like a taker and like you're annoying and you're draining. Yeah. You know? You're needy. You have to give it to yourself first. Yes. Yeah. And that's hard mm-hmm. and it takes time and it takes introspection mm-hmm. and it takes work. And by the way, we're all a little fucking lazy. And so, it takes losing the fear. Yeah. So there's two ways to have the biggest building in town. Mm-hmm. The first way is to do the fucking work, mm-hmm. put down the foundation, get the funds together, you know, build the fucking biggest building in town. Mm-hmm. The second way is to tear down all the other buildings around mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And you could be there w- with a fucking peanut, but you'll still look the biggest. You'll have the biggest building in town. <laughs> so doesn't it seem more authentic to do the work? Well, yeah, because as soon as somebody better or stronger comes along, they're going to kick your peanut over and they're going to build their own building. <laughs> kick your peanut over. Don't <laughs> kick my peanut over. And build their own building. My God, I just It's had, not sustainable. I just had a thought. Do you remember when we played tennis? Yeah. And I always had this muscle, I, which I think it was our tennis pro who coined the phrase, the peanut muscle. And it was like in my forearm yeah. and it would get sore. Yes. And I'd be like, oh, my peanut muscle is killing me. And when I first said it the first few times, he thought you said penis. penis. And I'm like, no. It's for me jerking off my penis. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It was her forearm, guys. (laughs) So success is achieved not just by adding high value people and habits into your life, Mm -hmm. but by eliminating the people that Mm -hmm. aren't adding value to your life. And that's very hard to do. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I wake up every morning resolved and with peace. Yeah, And I may feel sad about losing the person or Mm -hmm. losing someone or losing something, but I always wake up with peace because I've let these people go. In my life, a couple of times, Mm -hmm. three Mm -hmm. that I can specifically think of off the top of my head, I have chosen to do something or make a change. Mm -hmm. And so the first one was when I was heavier and I decided to become a vegan. Okay. And I was met with such resistance from my friends Mm -hmm. and my community, not Bob, not me. Not Oh, not you. I told you but, to put the Chex Mix down. Oh, I know you did. I'm still <laughs> mad about it. Nobody loves Chex Mix more than me. But people were like, oh my God, like literally stopped inviting us over for dinner. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to hang out with a problem us now. because I wasn't fun. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to do something positive about mm-hmm. myself and you're making it about How you. How does you eating a fucking plate plant- full of food make you fun or not fun? And I was the versus person- a plant-based diet. Well, I, and I was saying to, the, to these people, do not worry about my dietary <laughs> concerns. I will figure that out. So oftentimes yeah. what I would do is I would have something to eat before I went out. Mm-hmm. Um, if I wasn't sure that I could get something right. suitable. Or I've always said, I can make a meal out of bread and salad. Don't worry about me. Totally. Um, nobody said you weren't going to have the wine. I mean, let's not be in- ridiculous. I mean, my God. So that was a situation that was very upsetting to me. Mm-hmm. And I remember talking to my guru, Norman, and telling him this. And he was like, sweetheart, these aren't your friends. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I didn't see it. I didn't see it for Are years. Are any of them your friends now? I don't really see him. Norman was right. Mm-hmm. The second time this happened to me was when I decided to start my interior design business. Mm-hmm. Again, because I was working so much, I was no fun. Mm-hmm. I was unavailable. I was no fun. I had outside interests. The dumb, vapid concerns of their life and whatever were not my top priority. And now I was a bad guy. Yeah. And so it seems like all the positive things you did for yourself is when you lost people. Well, that's my message. And the third time is with the podcast. 
you know, you and I decided this is what we were going to do. And you and I both experienced it. We walked down it together where some people were very supportive and some people were like, I mean, for me, again, it was radio silence. Yeah. And I'm sending out the podcast to who I think are my friends. Right. People that should have absolutely listened to it without a doubt. And given us, whether it's positive or negative, but 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 real acknowledgement. And again, it it goes back to, but who do you think you are? Mm -hmm. Why do you think what you have to say is important? Well, what we all have to say is important. I just happen to have a microphone. Right. Well, that's just what I like to call lime green jello. Explain. (laughs) Lime green jealousy. Oh, I love it. I love it. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) I mean, you know, they don't feel that what they have to say is of any value. So they're going to tear you down because you think you do. And that's again, like, how about you not try to beat me off my high horse, but get your own ride next to me. Exactly. And ride next to me. And maybe some things we have to say hit someone and sound amazing and help. And maybe other things we say don't. And that's okay too. You know, like take it or leave it. Well, nobody's saying our word is the gospel. No, no, no. So take what resonates and leave the rest. So if something we say resonates with you, then take it. And if something we say does not resonate, well, then it may resonate with somebody else. So you can leave that for somebody else. Well, I feel like fuck you. Everything I say resonates. Well, that's you. And 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 everything you say does resonate to me. So I just want you to know that. Thanks, girl. They're all all pearls of wisdom. Samesies, girl. Samesies. So there's a quote by Jim Ron. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really interesting. I have no idea who that is. Neither do I. Okay. (laughs) But Jim Ron had a very interesting quote. Sounds like a porn name. (laughs) No, that would be Jim Rod. (laughs) Jim Ron said... You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. <gasps> yeah, I love that quote. Oh, wow. Quote. So if five, four, five, five of your friends are, you know, haters or miserable or sickly or, you know, angry or insecure. Low vibe. What the fuck do you think you are? Right. If you're you're going to lower your average. Why yeah. wouldn't you raise your average? Yeah. I thought that was so interesting. And when I read it, I really sat down and I'm like, do I have five people that I... <laughs> I, I mean, might have to adjust my I math. Mean, honestly, I don't think I do. I, I don't really. <laughs> she said very quietly as if no one can hear her. I actually don't think I do. But, you know, the people that I do are all either my level or above me. Yeah, I think. Or my level in some ways and above me in others, you know, it's. But, and I'm their level in some ways and above them in others. Right. But that's again because we've observed the behavior. Well, I only want to be around people who are healing or healed. Yeah. No, I know. Like, I don't want to be around somebody who has no fucking clue. Like to me, that's there in kindergarten and I'm getting my doctorate. Right. So like, why would, would somebody getting their doctorate at Harvard want to hang out with somebody in preschool? Well, and for me, if you need to heal, Mm I am not here for the pity party. Right. I support you in your healing. But I can't do the work for you. Right. So don't continually come to me and ask for the answers and then don't act on it. Right. See, I have to be careful because um, I have a fix it mentality and yeah. I, I want to fix it. Me too. Yeah. And so I have to be careful because I think that's why I was always getting men that needed fixing. It was like great for me to fix the or try to fix these people. So then I didn't have to look at right, myself because you love a project. Yeah, I love a project. and I didn't want to look at myself. Right. And now it's like, oh, my gosh, like the amount of energy I wasted and spent on trying to fix somebody who didn't even want to fix themselves. None of them wanted to fix themselves. I wanted it more for them than they wanted it for them. And that's kind of the point is people 
I would say in our lives Mm -hmm. have seen the healing that's happened that we've both done individually. Mm -hmm. You didn't fix me. I didn't fix you. We both did our own work. But they think that because we've achieved this, that we can do it for them. Mm -hmm. I can't do it for you. I can give you action steps that have worked for me, but I cannot hold your hand and walk you through it Mm -hmm. because I actually have my own vibrant, thriving life. Mm -hmm. Well, I want to spend my energy on uh, my intuition and creating magic and building a life for myself. I don't want to spend my energy on helping you get out of your cesspool when you don't even really want to get out of your cesspool. And I I want to spend my energy on learning and growing. So I, at this point in my life, have such a weird thirst to learn things and understand things and grow, just growth. And you can't do that if you're stuck in someone else's cesspool and you keep trying to pull them out. If I'm stuck in that bucket with everybody else, I can't do it. I've got to get out of that bucket. It's the only way you can grow and learn and and really blossom and, and ascend into what you came here to really do. And it's hard. Listen, it's hard to find those people that have the same common qualities, but you do meet them. It's not impossible well, it's, it's, they're few and far between. Yeah, you meet them and maybe they don't understand the way that we do and they don't understand, say, the terminology or the science behind it or energy or any of that. But they're just aware. Mm-hmm. They're aware enough that when you say something, it's like, oh, wow, yes. that really resonated with me. Can you tell me more about that? They're open to the message. Yes. And then it's like, oh, yeah, you know, absolutely. Here you go. And then it doesn't feel like you're expelling energy. And you're not alone. So anyone who's open to the message and open to learning, they're a high vibe person. Mm-hmm. You can tell if a person has good energy. Oh, yeah. The people that we've surrounded with, even the people that help us with Spellcaster, mm-hmm. we met them through here. We met them around the way. Right. It wasn't like in a very organized manner. And we could tell the people that were our people and the people that we needed to just let go. And right. That that's keep fine. Going. So, you know, you can meet these people and mm-hmm. you can continue to develop yourself. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, you can join a Facebook group that has a like-minded kind of yeah. program that I you're interested that. in. I, I have a Facebook group. It's Dr. Brian Weiss's group. Yeah. And I love it because it's all about, you know, past life regression and healing and energy and how the body really isn't real. And it's the soul, it's the energy that's real and how we never really die. And it's all these great messages and people writing stories. And I love it. And, you know, interact with that group, you know, be a participant. Also, even like our live, our people that come into our life. They're they're communicating with each other. That's fucking cool. It is cool. You know, like I love that they're communicating with each other outside of us mm-hmm. because that's what we want to do. We want to develop a community of like-minded people. And you know, if there's somebody that you admire or that you feel their energy is high vibe or that they are giving a message that that resonates with you, introduce yourself to them and strike up a conversation. It doesn't mean you're going to be best friends, but who knows? Maybe they're having an event and you will meet people through there and and just surround yourself with that kind of energy. Well, I think that when you are of that energy, you just automatically attract people who are in the universe will strategically place you in situations with people. Right. It'll align. You know, if there's something you're interested in, take a class, right. whether it's online or watch a YouTube video. You right. can learn anything on It won't YouTube. feel like swimming upstream, Mm-mm. you know, and when we're not aligned, it does. It feels like we're swimming upstream against a current and we just yeah. can't get anywhere. And I think the most important thing that mm-hmm. you can have, and this is not easy mm-hmm. and it might take a moment to find this person, but it's doable, is find an accountability partner. 
Well, that's what we are to each other. Yes. So you need somebody that you trust completely Mm -hmm. that can call you on your bullshit Mm -hmm. and that can raise you up when you're down. We just had this conversation Mm -hmm. before we started about things that have been going on this Mm -hmm. week. And there have been times where I have been so low and curled up on the fetal position on the couch Mm -hmm. and you've had to like fucking drag me out of my mm-hmm. depression and, and talk me through it. And it's been the same for you. You oh know, some, sometimes you've got to do that. And I'm hysterical. And I'm like, Renee. And you're like, no, no, we're, we're going to, we're going to get through this. It's okay. It's okay. It's a- but here's what you need to look at within yourself. Right. And it's so true because I can't point the finger and blame anybody else. And an accountability partner will objectively give you the information that you may need. You will see it when you are ready. You have told me things for years mm-hmm. that I'm like, fuck you, no. Um, <laughs> and now, and and now then, I'm like, oh, fuck you, right. I hate that. It's so annoying. <laughs> well, that's the other thing about um, not pushing anybody before they're ready. Yeah. You know, I think that's really is one of the laws of the ascension and spirituality is, you know, give the message, plant the seed. Yeah. But don't push because what you're ready to look at your darkness, your shadows, your wounds, what traumas, whatever they are, you know, another person might not be ready to look at. Yeah. So either you accept them for where they are, that they're in the cesspool and you, you know, accept and you keep them in your life knowing that that's where they are or you let them go until they get themselves out of the cesspool and then you can regroup again. Absolutely. And I've actually experienced that. People cannot and will not hear you until Mm -hmm. they are able to hear you. And it's cruel to try to change someone because you know the truth and you know they'll be better off. Well, you know, it's also, they say about like addiction, mm-hmm. um, you know, you can't recover until you're ready, until you, mm-hmm. whether it's rock bottom, but you cannot activate your recovery until you are ready or weight loss. Right. You can't go on that weight loss journey until you're ready. You know, people can only do things mm-hmm. when they are ready. And there's a reason mm-hmm. why they're not ready. Mm-hmm. And there's a process to getting the yeah. information to get yourself ready. Yeah. Sometimes the issues in our life are a renovation. Mm-hmm. We can adjust our behavior. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the issue in our life are a tear down and a rebuild. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you've got to tear that shit down and start again from I the beginning. I tore it down and you I know? started over. So I think that this crab mentality, there's mm-hmm. a lot to think about on this. Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy that you sent me that TikTok video because yeah. well, I would have never mind. thought about it. Yeah, it blew my mind. And I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. These motherfuckers really do this to each other. And then it's like, this is what humans do. And then when you think about it, you're like, wait, that's happened to me. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you don't know it until you know it, you mm-hmm. know? So I think knowing is half the battle and well, opening your eyes. Yeah, and I don't feel like I really knew about it because I don't do that to people. Well, exactly. And so because I don't do it, I didn't realize it. Right. You and know? now you look back historically and you're like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. And you've seen people me. do it to other people. You've seen people do it to you. And, you know, the bottom line is you have to feel confident in your own energy and your own path and your own success. Mm-hmm. It's your journey. Nobody can travel this path for you. You have to travel the path. You have to do the work. You have to make the achievement and surround yourself with people that build you up and think long and hard about the people that are not making you feel great. If you leave somebody and you feel worse than you did when you got there, it's a fucking red flag. You need to look at it. And when you start adjusting these behaviors, that's when you cast the spell. And harness the energy. And design your life. And you all deserve it. We yes. want the best for and don't you. De- don't design your life being a little fucking crab. No. Be a, <laughs> be a big... Be a shark, motherfucker. Be a shark. 
be a shark. Be a whale. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, Don't forget you. to catch us on Spiritual Glam Cocktail Hour. I know we weren't there last week. And to be honest, Deirdre and I were like, you know what? If we miss a week, we miss a week. That's okay. Sometimes we got things going on on a Wednesday. Yeah. But on Instagram, 7 p.m. live. That's we'll right. We'll do your tarot cards. We'll do your tarot cards. We'll swing the pendulum. We'll talk. We'll yeah. drink. Yeah, we'll do it all. Check out our YouTube channel and check out our TikTok. All the information. Yeah, Spellcaster Sisters. Uh, so it's either Spellcaster Sisters or Spellcaster Podcast. Podcast yeah, because you know if we had the same fucking name for it, everything, it would it'd make be too it too easy. easy. <laughs> um, but we love you guys. Thank you for listening. Right. I love, love you, Deirdre. I love you, Nene. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode of Spellcaster Podcast, hit subscribe to be notified when there's a new episode. And please write a review. It helps us and it's good for your karma. If you have any questions or topics you would like us to discuss, email us at spellcastersisters at gmail.com. And follow us on Instagram at spellcaster underscore sister. And remember, cast the spell, harness the energy, and design your life.